0: I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live and be smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great.
1: What's going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host CJ. Joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Phillips.
2: What it do? What's going on,
1: man? And dr hip-hop preacher the one and only eric thomas what's going on e
2: merry christmas and a happy new year look i love christmas man but let me just tell you something it is cold as i'm talking about cold as all get out out here today no
1: no no so you sent me the picture this morning i thought you were playing they usually sit in the car and do the podcast this is a real fancy sophisticated podcast guys if you didn't know you know we are you know very big time and so E and Carl usually go in the car, and then I got a text at about 5 this morning with the, um I believe it was a screenshot of the temperature outside, and uh, y'all made alternative plans. So where did y'all end up this morning?
2: Oh, man, we just kind of, we had to come down to the warehouse. Like, you know how it is with E in the house first of all. So we do the garage first of all because... You know, Dee, Dee in the house sleep and we don't want E having to sleep outside in the cold. We passed the homeless days, so we're trying to get, you know, somewhere that we could, you know, be ourselves, be loud enough, you know, be energetic and not affect anybody else. My kid's still, at, you know, asleep. My wife's still asleep. So we just, no car this week, too cold. We just decided we'll come down to our, you know, spot where we do all our shipping and everything from down to our warehouse and we'll just, you know, make it work from in yeah, here. And
1: then shout out to E for calling my house phone this morning. And uh, my house phone, I got like 18 house phones in the house. And so, like, when E calls, it, every one of them ring on like the loudest possible volume. I only got a six-month-old and a three-year-old sleep, and my wife sleep. I'm talking about the whole house just shook when I... Yo, and why the, I... didn't have a phone, you know, how you don't have a phone near you. So, of course, it's like a thousand of them scattered throughout the house. So, I'm running, trying to pick that joint up. And then I call E back. He talking about, oh, shoot, my bad, see... So, uh, I appreciate that, E, you know, for getting my whole family up and about. Hey, real quick, man, I, um, I appreciate y'all for joining us this morning. And, uh, of course, you know, anytime we have a sponsor, man, we like to kick it off and just let them know. So, again, our, uh, our sponsor today is John Elway Chevrolet. Again, Carl, I believe, beat me to the punch And got his car ordered. And I'm going to be real. I didn't order the ride because Josh, I was trying to let him do his thing in Maui with his family. And so I didn't want to bother him. And then he texted me and said, Carl, already got his. Where you at? So um, you guys know, man, they uh, sponsored our podcast last week. And they're back again. So today's episode is brought to you by John Elway Chevrolet. Huge inventory will deliver nationwide, all backed by the Elway Promise. Winner of the Mark of Excellence Award, Colorado's number one dealership for the last five years. Look, hassle-free. Go online. Tell them what car you want. They're going to give you the absolute best deal on it. Again, ETA, the whole ETA squad. I believe Josh is due for a new car. Um, Carl just got his black Suburban uh, LTZ, I believe. He's doing his thing, so... I guess I'm the only one who needs to hurry up and get busy, man, but definitely going to go holler at Josh. Go to JohnNetwayChevrolet.com uh, and check them out. All right, let's jump into it. I want to go into, usually I save it for towards the end, but I have a, a, a few things that I was working on this morning when I woke up. And so we have a uh, one got to go. We haven't done that in a while, so we'll revive that. But I wanted to start off, you know, before we jumped into, and we have a, a really good topic for you guys today. But before we did that, I want to go into Fairfile. So, um, Fairfile, so we have some company coming in, my folks coming in and, you know, um, some, uh, friends and, you know, kind of, uh, you know, coming in this weekend and, um, I'm cleaning up the house, right? So like I'm getting, you know, all the trays, toys and everything and taking them down to his playroom in the basement. And, you know, I'm going through the toys and I'm seeing toys that I bought you know, in the last few months that probably have been played with one time. I'm seeing airplanes, helicopters, dinosaurs, books, all kind of stuff just buried underneath a pile of toys that I know for a fact he's probably only played with maybe one time. <clears throat> all right. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, at the same time, my wife is telling me we need to go Christmas shopping to get Trey's gifts for Christmas. And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at all these toys, and I'm saying, okay, Fairfile, he hasn't seen these toys since the day he got them. And I know he doesn't remember he's had them. They've been buried over here in this corner for two, three months now. Fairfile, I'm thinking about wrapping, re-wrapping this, these uh, little presents that I already had. I'm going to re-wrap the boys' toys and give it to him for Christmas. Not listen, listen, listen. Hold on. Not necessarily because I'm so cheap, but we don't even have room for more toys. So I'm gonna go out and buy more toys on top of toys. So am, am I tripping? Fair file for rewrapping my son's toys and giving them to him for Christmas.
2: Fair all day. See, no question about it. Fair.
1: Okay. Thank you, Carl. It says the man with a with a, with a four year old and and a two year old for sure.
2: Hey. So let me just let you. I'll put it like this. I went out yesterday. It's funny you said this today. I went out yesterday and came back. And dude, when I came back, I don't know how she pulled it off, but my wife has my kids wrapping their own gifts. And it's not new gifts. It's a book. Y'all know Jordan into Thomas. Like It's a book we bought my man probably about two, three weeks ago. She somehow convinced my man to take the book, wrap it up, and it would be a fun thing to open up Christmas Day. So he's there geeked Ted Pepper wrapping everything, and then Jesse, she got a little, with some little teddy bear kind of thing that she literally had them jokers wrapping their own presents. So I'm with you all, there, see No question about it.
1: Savage. Oh, I love it.
2: Oh, bro, I promise you, I don't know how she pulled it off, but they were geek folding them joints. No, you,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here saying like, for real, I'm about to go out and spend money and add more toys to this huge collection just to say I got him something for Christmas. I asked my man, all he want for Christmas is a Triceratops, anyway. I'm like, bro, we got about 16 triceratops in the house. Pick one. You know, as, you know, my kids are a little young, Carl. Your kids are a little young to really understand, but I definitely want to make sure, you know, as, as they get older, you know, we start volunteering and, and doing some other things on Christmas. My wife's family, um, you know, they always used to go down to the shelter. And, you know, man, I promise you, man, you see some of these kids and, um you know it 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 rocked me and i was in my 20s when i first did it like i had never done it just to be honest with you i'd volunteered of course all over but never like on christmas and we went down to the shelter on christmas and i promise y'all it would be like um a, a kid maybe five six seven years old and they would have like one toy like maybe like a small tiny like like 39 cent toy truck wrapped up and these kids' faces were just lighting up off of one gift. And I remember it put a whole lot in perspective for me as a grown man. I was like, yo, I was in tears. Like I was like, cause you know, you think about how we celebrate Christmas. It's like, you know, you got Trey got toys and four-wheelers and all kinds, of, you know what I mean? It's like crazy. And then you see kids who i mean these kids were lighting up over like maybe like a little wristband or something like that and they were literally going crazy like oh my god and i was just down there i was like unbelievable but it really does you know put things into perspective for you and i want to make sure that my kids you know understand that yo you are blessed and you are you know lucky to be in the situation you're in you know and so um i'm definitely hoping to teach my kids you know some of that as well like i said it's a little early now you know they wouldn't quite understand it but as they get older for real we will be and we you know we always do something like you know candace always picks a name they have a a name on the tree at work for a kid and we go out and like we shop for this kid you pick one kid and you know we get clothes toys we you know you do it big which i like because you're able to do a lot for the kid and um you know make sure they have a special christmas so we do that every year but, you know, getting my kids involved in that is, is big as well. And I think, you know, it teaches them that gratitude. Yeah,
0: now let me say this because, you know, of course, you know, we want to make sure, you know, those our listeners, especially those entrepreneurs, you know, get the bigger picture, you know. And really, man, one of the things that we teach as a company is it's better to give than it is to receive. And we are always looking as a company, you know, to to create value for others and that's what this thing is really all about guys so of course we talking about Christmas but ETA believes you know Christmas all year long we were with our breathe you students um, in I think New York you know we had breakfast bro we paid for the whole bill now listen to what I'm saying I'm not saying this like to, to, be a, to brag but I'm telling you we are looking for opportunities to add value Right? And so Christmas is, is, is the, what do you say, Carl? It, it is, you know, it, it's the time where it, it's the built world, in. I'll say, it like, yeah, that's that's built it. it's yep. built in. It's built in. You feel me? And so what we're saying to you is, yo, build it in in January, build it in in February, build it in in March. If you are an entrepreneur and you are looking to get to the next level, some kid texted me at three o'clock this morning, like, yo, E, you know, I need your help. I'm like, what do you need help with? You know, so we got this great idea, this great product, and we don't know if we should charge the universities for it or we should find a sponsor. What do you think? I said, what value are you adding? What kind of value are you adding? Why should I want to sponsor you? Why should I want to pay for you to come to my university to talk to me about your product? And so guys, we just want you to see, you know, the bigger picture here is that when you make every month, Christmas. When you make every week Christmas as an entrepreneur, and you start pouring into other companies or other individuals, it's gonna come back to you. I'm just being 100. It's going to come back. So even this week, we're coming out with P70, which is our you know version of a speaker's bureau, if you will, a speaker's training. That's coming out next year, right? So what we decided to do was say, hey. Before it come out in 2017, why don't we do some preliminary work for our own, like those students who are part of Breview. Let's just get them some free content, get them set up, get them going, so that when those who are not a part of our community join, they'll already be light years ahead. So, for real, listen to what I'm telling you. We are always on the airplane. My wife, the other day, we uh, sat down for dinner. This is small, guys. This doesn't take money. And our waiter was superb. My wife was like, go get the manager. The manager came looking all frantic, like, what's going on, ma'am? I'm sorry. What happened? My wife was like, nothing. People are always complaining. I just want to tell you that this server did a phenomenal job, was the brand, and we will be back. And you can see the manager was like, whoa, come on. nobody." When did Chick-fil-A get waiters, though?
1: Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, what you know what's when crazy, did, though? When did Chick-fil-A get wet? Well, that's the Outback. That's the Outback. Yeah, that's the oh, Outback. Oh, okay, that was my bad. Yeah, that Outback.
0: Well, no, no, that was a cheesecake okay. Factory. That was a cheesecake Factory. Oh. Yeah. it's only one hey. of them three. Hey, <laughs> hey but right, here, right. Here, here, here's the deal. Though. I had a
1: 33% shot to get that right. <laughs>
0: yeah, here's the deal. You guys will be shocked and maybe, you know, later on it'll happen. But Carla tell you, we really haven't frequent Chick-fil-A like that. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what happened. But I thought we was gonna be up there every day. It's almost like a, a special treat, and we'll go up once a week, once and a week grab
1: at something. best. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have gave uh, Chick Fil A the gazelle of the week last time I was there, though, because they uh, they they did not put the chicken on the chicken biscuit, and that was a oh, major man. violation. Major but we'll, we violation. But we we let them slide because. Uh, hey, don't nobody like eggs that bad. No, right, right, right. Hey, um, so real quick, guys, I want to jump into the topic today um and you know we uh obviously just left philly in new york again great conferences and as i was going through the audio um you know something struck me and you know it's something that we haven't ever talked about on this podcast and i want people to know that for real as we're talking through some of these things whether it be as entrepreneurs as fathers husbands whatever like you know, we just try to keep you guys abreast of what's going on in our world and, like, what we're really experiencing. Like, this is, you know, we're, we're going through these things and figuring it out and applying the principles that we're talking about. And it's not like we got everything figured out and everything mapped out. But we are trying to apply those principles. And uh, as I was going through, I think it was the Philly audio, you know, um, e, you were talking about your sister. And I know a lot of people uh probably don't know this, but, you know, you you know, you I guess you talk about it in the book or whatever, but you have you know, a couple younger sisters, and one of your, your your youngest sister, you actually, you know, are not very close to at all, which is weird because you think, okay, you know, it's E.T., and, you know, he's you know, a family-oriented guy, and he is. Um, but you, you've you kind of had a, a, a struggle with, you know, that relationship. And you talked about that very candidly and very openly in Philadelphia. And I know, you know, it's funny, you actually brought that up because me and your mom were on the same flight and or we landed at the same time and we actually talked about it the night before you spoke. And I don't know if I was like, yo, I, I've heard obviously you and I have had conversations about it, but it's not anything that we talk about on a regular basis. And I really have made you maybe only heard you speak about it once or twice, usually in church. And your mom and I were talking about the relationship and you know, she was talking about, you know, your sister and you know how, you know, she was hoping you two could get closer and the whole nine on the way to the event, and then the very next day, and I didn't tell you about it. I don't know if you talked, maybe you talked to your mom, and I didn't know, but for whatever reason, it was on your heart, and you spoke about it that night, and I just want to play a clip of it uh, for the people just so they can, you know, kind of get the context of where you were coming from in terms of, you know, we always talk about self-assess and checking ourselves and, you know, relationships and all of those things, and I think, guys, this is a prime example of, like, what we say putting, you know, into practice what we talk about, right? Like, we're not just talking. Like, we're actually putting this into practice, and, you know, E is our leader. Um, You know, anyway, Carl, can we play it? Here's an example, guys, and you'll get it. We'll come back, but you'll get it. But here's an example of, you know, what we mean by self-assessing and taking ownership and taking responsibility for our own actions.
0: I'm being real. When you're doing a whole bunch of stuff, I came out. My wife was like, who are you talking to? I had slipped. I was like, just talking to God. She's like, "We you talking to? I was like, oh, my bad, I'm talking to God. She's like, what's wrong? I walked out of that movie, God was like, call your sister. I said, I called my sister the last five times. When's she going to call me? I tried over and over. My mom told me to do it. I tried over and over. And every time I try, I walk in the house. She act like I don't exist. I'm tired of trying. I quit. He said, Mr. 120? Mr. 120 is quitting? You dare not go back and do another TGIM. Don't dare tell the people, and I don't care what circumstance it is, I don't care what situation it is, 120. No, come on, you're not 80, not 90, not 100, 120. I said, but I tried 120 six months ago. I want you to call her every single day till you break her. Do not stop. Do not quit. Do not give up. Do not give in. She needs you more than any other human in the world right now, and she just got a tough exterior. You go 120 for the next six months, we will, we will break her. But there's only one person I can get to break her right now, and that's you. And you don't realize it, but I know it. She's not saying who you are and what you mean to her, but I know who you are to her and what you mean to her. No matter what she tells you, you still her big brother.
1: All right. So, E, I mean, I guess, first of all, you know, what put it on your heart, you know, to to speak about that at that moment and then kind of walk us through um, your relationship with your sisters, the holidays. There's a lot of people who have broken relationships with their family or, you know, relationships that they wish were stronger. And, you know, this is that time of year where, for real, we should be reaching out to our loved ones. We should be connecting with those people and, and building those relationships stronger. So kind of walk us through um, why you why you talked about that there what was on your heart and, and kind of like where it is now
0: man see first of all um shout out to uh Gabrielle Union um, for real man when I when I when I say to you guys 120 you, you know I mean that you know what I'm saying I don't know if she'll ever you know hear this um, piece or not but you know I, first of all I thought it was a a, a comedy you know i I, I didn't know that you know, there was a, um, a deep... And you're referring to the movie, what, the movie, what was... Almost, I'm sorry, Almost Christmas. I apologize, Almost Christmas. Um, so I just recently went to go see it with my wife, and it was a holiday thing. Didi was like, yo, let's go, you know, check it out. It's the holidays, right? So, like I said, I, I didn't, I hadn't planned on, you know, going. You know, it was like one of those things, we got home about 7 o'clock at night, and she was just like, yo, let's go see it. I'm like, it's 7 o'clock at night. You know, she's like, okay, well, let's just see what time the next showing is. And it was 7.30. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we got plenty of time to make it to the theater. You know, and when I get there, see, you know, there is this scene, you know, where the sisters come together. You know what I'm saying? And um, the sisters come together and, bruh, I promise you, I'm just like, no, this can't be. You know what I'm saying? It's the holidays. See, and I'm, you know, for real, I'm not going to, you know, put... know, my family business out there, but I know for my mom and no, I didn't talk to my mom. When you talk to my mom, I I never knew you guys talk, but it's been very challenging for my mom during the holiday season. You know, when the two of us are there, you you know what I'm saying? Because and it is not tension, like something negative happened, you know, um, but, 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 you know, it's, Again, you gotta go see it, you know? You gotta go see it if you haven't seen it, you know? But like I said, Gabrielle Union and then Kimberly uh, Elise, you know, they are siblings. And it's like as soon as they get there, you can feel the tension between them, you know? And so, man, it's just for the last, it's been some years, man. My mom or you know, she'll invite everybody over, and it's like my sister, you know, and I, you know, again, like I said, it's not been any abuse. Like, we hadn't fought, she's younger than me. She's actually, 14 years younger than me. So I left home at 16. She was two, see? You know what I'm saying? And I went to college, and I haven't been back home since. You know, but, and I don't
1: know, I, for real, I can't tell you. So that. it's not necessarily that it was like a bad relationship. No. It was more so you didn't have a relationship. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Literally. Yeah, I, was, I left home early. She was two. And then I had a very close relationship with my middle sister. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, we just didn't get a chance. You know, it sounds weird, but it's like almost strangers to an extent. You know what I'm saying? I know that sound weird, it's like, there's no way y'all strangers, but remember I left home at 16, I went down south, and I really didn't come back to the crib, see, until I was grown. You know what I'm saying? I came back home, Michigan State University, 2003. So you're talking about 33 years old when I came back home. So I never really, you know, and I had left home for a while before I even came back. Like, I wasn't even coming home for the holidays when I was in college, you know, because me and my mom, you know, was trying to work some things out. So when I saw the movie, though, see, I'm just like, wow, bruh. Like, you could see the father was going through his go-through. The wife, you know, had passed. And he was just like, yo, I just want everybody to get along, you know. And so when I saw the movie, see, as soon as I saw it, I couldn't even have fun no more. And that's why I say shout-out to Gabrielle, shout-out to Kimberly. Because when you won 20, see, it turned into a church service for me. You know what I'm saying? All I could hear is see in the background. 2016, the inability to self-assess the inability to self-assess. So for real, y'all listening and y'all thinking we just trying to be deep. Y'all think we just trying to spit out information. And I'm telling you what separates us from so many companies that do what we do is that we eat our own dog food, Carl. We learned that from quick and low. Like we eat our own dog food. We're not telling you to self-assess and we running around here cocky, conceited, arrogant, Like, y'all need to change, but we don't need to change. Like, yo, I'm waking up every day. The squad waking up every day. And I'm saying, like, where do I need to change? And, man, see, when I saw the movie, I was like, E, come on, man, you need to go make it right. And here's the crazy part is what you said, see. It's nothing happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't cussed her out. She ain't cussed me out. We ain't get into no physical altercation. You you know what I'm saying? It ain't like that. It's just that, that age gap, you know. But I said to myself, like, E, all of the reaching out, you doing, people calling you, you reaching out to them, you emailing people, you going to schools, you're going to detention centers, you going to, you know, you're going all over the world, E, trying to change folk, and here's your sister, and although y'all don't necessarily have, you know, anything that would create, you have not reached out with that same energy. That's what I'm talking about. See, like, you, you just like, I'll see her for the holidays, you know, and then what makes it worse, my little niece and I have a I mean, and my kids and my wife—we have a powerful relationship. So that makes it even more awkward when I come to the crib, and my little niece, like, hey, Uncle Eric, you know what I'm saying? And me and my sister kind of just, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's real crazy. And so it was just like this energy, like, yo, E, you need to get this 120. And I'm saying, man, I've, I've tried a couple times. What's up? How you feeling? What's going on? And then I had to deal with my own demons. See, like, I'm a grown man. But my father not being in my life, see, like, yo, that's collateral damage, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you look at me, like, people like, yo, Et Strong, I am, but I'm still sick, bruh. Like, I'm not, I'm not 100% whole. You know what I'm saying? You're not looking at a dude that was homeless, living in abandoned buildings, in a strained relationship with his mom. You know, my biological father not being in my life. Like, you're not looking at no dude who just, you know, Hulk Hogan. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, bruh, I've been scarred. I've been damaged. You know, I has been some collateral damage, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and I've done a phenomenal job, you know, through the power of God of healing, but I ain't I ain't I ain't, I ain't what you see, bro. Like I could crack so,
1: too. So hold on, and real quick, I don't want to interrupt you, but right there like when when you say um, you know, there's some collateral damage, like what what part of that is like you you saying like okay, maybe you feel like, okay, you don't want to be in my life. I don't need you in, in you know, in my life. You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what is left over there that you still feel like, man, it might be 5% left of this. Like, what is it the tell abandonment you, see, thing? It's, or? The,
0: it's the rejection, see? You know what I'm saying? When you don't have your old dude in your life, bro, there, there's, that, there's that. You know what I'm saying? You see all the other kids growing up with their fathers. You know what I'm saying? you going to the football game, basketball game, baseball, whatever. I got my, I got my big bros on the block that's taking me to do certain things, but you know, but, but I, there were some things that, you know, I didn't do with my father, you know, who raised me, because it was like, yo, that ain't my father, like, you're not my father, you know what I'm saying? So there was just some emotional things, I was like, I'm not interested. And so not having my biological father, like, nowhere in my life, because there's some kids that they might be in a, you know what I'm saying, their mom might have got married, but they still connected with their father. You know what I'm saying? They still see their father on the weekend, or maybe they live with their father and they come home. You know what I'm saying for the holidays with their mom who married. You you know what I'm saying? Like, but my biological father, like he was never there. Period. Like I never saw him. He was never there. So so you know you a little shorty, bro. You you long for your father. Like who don't long for their father? Who don't want to be with their father? Like it, it's no disrespect. You know to those great uh men who come into your life you know, and take your father's spot, but can't nobody take your father's spot, you know what I'm saying, I don't don't care what, and so for me, it's like, I don't like to be rejected, bro, like that, I'm still, like, I'm a grown man, but I'm not, like, I don't mind rejection, see, like, in business, no, 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 but I'm not trying to go to rejection, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm not trying to go in a situation with somebody who I know gonna automatically reject me, and my sister, you know what I'm saying, she was on that at one point, and so I'm like, yo, I tried, God, I tried, I've tried to be nice. I've tried to have a conversation. I've tried to be civil. I'm not interested. I, I don't, I'm not interested. I don't want to do it no more. I'm good. Office, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I have a healthy
1: marriage. I got a
0: healthy family. I got a healthy church. I got a healthy well, squad. And I remember
1: you did, I remember you trying. Like, I remember when we were, you know, even back when we were at Michigan State. Like, I can remember you, yeah, I can remember you reaching out. And I think you might have, I don't know if you sent flowers or there might have been a funeral or something that y'all had to go to and and you reached out there and so that's the crazy part is, you know, for those of you listening, because you know what people are thinking, oh I tried, you know what I'm saying like, you know how it is, oh I tried and they didn't, you know what I'm saying, so forget it and you actually tried again and again, time and time again I don't know if you gave it 120 like you're talking about now, but you did try but I'm saying, you know it's some people out there who got in a strange relationship who's saying, well I sent a text and they didn't respond, so You know it ain't on me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the easy cop out thing to kind of say is like, "Oh, I tried and it didn't work, so I'm out." And I'm gonna
0: be real though. See, like I said, this time because I, I, it's just weird. Like I said, and I don't remember the character Gabrielle Union played. Like I uh, forgive me, guys. I don't remember her character. But I'm telling y'all, it was some about. It was just some about how she played that. Like I would think that this was real the way she played the role. And, and, and at, the, at the end, there was some stuff that they said to each other, and I was like, you know what, E, the reality is you have tried, but you've tried, and listen to me, listen to me, please, and this don't have nothing to do with Christmas and relationships and whatever, listen to me, this has everything to do with effort, and this is what I was talking about in Philly and New York, effort, listen to me, there are those of you who are in business and your business has not gone to the next level. Whatever it is you're doing has not gone to the next level because the effort. And so you're like, but E, I put 120. You did, but watch me, listen to me very closely. See, what I would do back in the day is I would reach out to my sister, but I would have that apprehension that it ain't gonna work out. You feel me? See, like I would go into it, like, okay, I already know she go. And so some of you going in the business, some of you taking those exams. You know what I'm saying? Some of you are, you know, you're going, you you filling out an application, right? And you're going into it. I, Carl had me laughing the other day. I ain't going to give his score. It was a very high credit score. He got a high credit score, see, and, and he and, and he filled out the application, but he still was kind of like a little like, okay, I hope I got a good. You feel me? I hope I got it good. I was scared, <laughs> you. you know I what I'm saying? I was scared because I asked
2: my man when he ran it, like, yo, I, you know, I know you had to run it. Just let me know what it is. When you get a chance, kind of, you know, not so important, but just holler at me when you get it. And he told me that score, and I was like, "Whoa, yo, let's <laughs> you go!" <feel> me? <laughs> what else you can you know? I'm saying, buy? see,
0: but you go into it with that. So this is this is my Christmas gift to those of you who need to get to that next level. This time, see, I went in saying, "It's going to happen. There are no obstacles. There, there, there are no barriers. Like this, this, I'm going 120, and I'm not gonna think about rejection." You feel me? And some of y'all doing two things at once. You, it might be 90-10. You're going into it believing like I can conquer this, but it might be 10% doubt. Or it might be 80-20. This time, see, I didn't go in like, okay, what happened before probably going to happen again. I didn't go in like that. I erased the past. I act like this was the first time I've ever done this before. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I erased everything. And let me tell you what, what emerged from that, see, when I began to reach out I heard, I heard, E.T., when you do it this time, you have to say how much she means to you. You've never done that before. You've never done that. You've reached out. You've said whatever, but you never went, you never went all in. You had that safety net because you, you were anticipating rejection. You were anticipating that it ain't going to go well. And whether, whether you know it or not, when you went with that 80-20 boy, that 73, I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to somebody right now. I don't know who you are, but you hear what I'm telling you. You 70-30 on me. You 80-20. You went not took that law exam again, but you 80-20. 80% you studied, you know you've been doing your thing, but 20% you remembered you failed twice, and that's all on your spirits, right? You, 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 There are those of you, you put that application in to get accepted into that university. You're trying to get back into Harvard, Columbia. You're trying to get back in, in Michigan State. You're trying to get back wherever it is, Brown, wherever it is. You're trying to get back, right? And you're like, okay, I'm going to fill out the application. I'm going to go through the process, but but it's 85-15. It's 15% is it's gonna, what happened before is going to happen again. And I'm asking you 120 this time. I'm asking you to go in, and I said to my sister, bottom line, bottom line, look, this means not only do I love you, this would mean it would mean the world to me. And see, she responded back in text and was like, I'll see you in church Saturday.
2: So so don't 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 go past that so quick, because he talked about it at the conference and he said, you know, he you guys heard the piece. But I want y'all to he, he walked me through when you reached out to her and when you got a response, because that's so important. Yeah, so look y'all,
0: I'm I'm a little, I'm I'm a little embarrassed because I got a rule, and the rule is don't talk about private stuff in public until you've dealt with it privately right? So listen to me. See, this is why the self-assessment thing is big, see? So while I'm in Philly, I don't know what happened. Because my mom is there. And I ain't really trying to go there in front of my mom like that. And I'm definitely not trying to, you know, air out our laundry in in public like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not, you know what I'm saying? You got to be cautious with that kind of stuff, right? Because my sister don't got the microphone, right? And so some kind of way, we decided not to go with the slides. And I just went from my heart and, I, and when I was saying it, see, I was rebuked because, remember, feelings over, uh, not feelings over principles, but principle over feelings, right? And when I said it, see, I knew I violated a principle. And the principle was, you never talk about something public until you've dealt with it privately. And I didn't do it. I talked about the movie with the world before I talked to my sister about it. And I was like, yo, E, you got to fix that. You got 24 hours. You need to fix that. That's wrong. Right, and so that morning, see, Philly happened that, that evening. That morning at four o'clock in the morning, I reached out. See, four o'clock in the morning, Carl reached out, sent the, sent the text, and then boom, she responded immediately, and said, "Man, I'm so grateful you're finished with, um, you know, your work for the year, and I'll see you in church. I'll be in church." And and not only did she say it, I got a little nervous because my mom hit me up like, "Yo, it snowed. It's supposed to be snowing." My sister was like. I don't care i'll drive and my sister ended up driving and not only did she come to church we had a phenomenal time she took my daughter picked my daughter up and she took her to to lunch applebee's they had a phenomenal time and she came to the crib and we had a conversation and she said to me y'all having a christmas program i said yeah she said i'll see you at the christmas program
2: so we're talking about in less than pretty much 24 24 (laughs) hours after he spoke this thing uh we jumped straight yo, into and the I, I'm, resolution I'm just here wow
1: and i'm just like yo like and i think carl can attest to the fact that for real that's why he is our guy if y'all ever no, wonder no, why we no. just you know uh uh pippin and horace grant and and, and josh is uh john paxton because he's white <laughs> <they're>, uh, <laughs> you know what i'm saying josh got to be paxton sorry josh uh but kukos cool make cool him dick oh kukos cool <laughs> i'm sorry josh yeah kukos cool <laughs> you can be kukos cool um Nah, man. You know, listening to you talk, man, and and seeing how you describe those relationships. And, you know, even with your father, I think that's the crazy thing is like, you're not bitter towards my man. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, you know, it's crazy just to see how, you know, you literally, like you said, you, you, you eat your own cooking. Like, you're not just out here you know, preaching and talking to people and going hard. And I think that's what lets, pe- you know, E talk to people with that conviction. Because sometimes I'm looking at E like, we were in Philly in New York, and E was going super hard. And I'm talking about, like, people' hair was blown back. He was going in on them so hard. And and I'm like, yo, who allows somebody to talk to them like that? And it's not disrespectful, <laughs> but E will get in your face and, like, punk sure, you, right? Man. And I'm like, yo, who who? why do people enjoy E going off on them when the average person who would try to go off on somebody, you know, they would be like, man, who does my man think he is? You know what I mean? Or like, you know, like, why why is this guy all in my face and loud and stuff like that? But I really think the spirit of what he says, you believe that he believes it so much. And, you know, to see you put into practice something like that. And like I said, people, you know, know you and, you know, the celebrity thing and and, E.T. And they don't understand that, you know, in the midst of all of this, you're still you know, battling through some things that happened to you and, you know, trying to get on the other side with some relationships and constantly trying to get better. And I think that improvement is really what takes us to, you know, the the next level. man. See, I
2: just want to challenge people real quick. I mean, I just literally I'm sitting here thinking like, wow. So I don't know if y'all got what he said, but this started from a movie. A a movie. So when I I tell you I want to challenge you, I want to challenge you to stop being entertained in life. Like seriously, stop being entertained. Movies are, and this is my little philosophy, but anything you watch on TV came out of somebody's mind and that means it came out of some experience they knew about or they heard about or they thought about or they dreamt about stop being entertained by music stop being entertained by tv stop being entertained and start start looking for life start looking for principles in these things like seriously and and that's something that i'm saying i'm taking off of what he just said as a personal challenge like for real, movie's cool yeah you need downtime i get it like cool but don't just like waste three hours just because you need a downtime like walk away with something for real i'm just saying you talk about ease, life being changed forever from how long was the movie hour and a half two hours literally you know what I'm saying? Like, just stop for real. That's just that's it. I'm, I'm gonna get off of it. Just stop being entertained and get something and change your life for real. For real. Yeah, no doubt, man. And I'm, you know,
1: I'm just grateful. You know, because this is like y'all. I always tell people it's funny. Like, y'all get to hear e like on TGIM and you know, out at the live shows, maybe an album or a mixtape here and there. But you understand that we literally are with him twenty four seven. So the the way we get challenged, oh. um, you know, it's not always fun. Oh, me you know and Ken I mean? got it's it really yesterday in the
2: West Sea. Oh me and Ken got it so hard yesterday. I ain't even gonna go there. That's oh, a whole different I'm podcast. Sure. Oh man. Oh, I'm
1: sure. And and we get it harder than anybody in, you know, but I think it makes us grow and it makes us respond. And you know, I I, I can think of one situation in particular and I, I'm glad I already talked to Carl about it and I knew we talked about it a while ago, but he said that, you know, indeed, he did want to share on the podcast. And I was just waiting for the right time to bring it about. Like, you know, I'm not. So it's not me bringing up Carl business. Um, but this was, I think, a crucial moment in Carl's development. And I'll let you know, him kind of talk about it. But, um, you know, there was a moment when he talks about, you know, the 80-20 thing, Carl, you know, where it's like, OK, 70-30. And there was a time in something very crucial in your life where you were 70-30 and you weren't getting, you know, what you had hoped to get out of it. And, um, you know, we had talked about going 120. And I think E, I, I, I'm not going to say me. I, I might have been like E sidekick on the deal. But um, we pulled you into the to the car one day, like grabbed you up and took you for a ride. And he was like, listen. And um, Carl, I mean, if you're ready to share that on the podcast, I think that would be, you know, huge for some people out there.
2: Hey, so I'll try to keep it as PG as I can. (laughs) Right, um, right, right, please. No, so the the situation she is referring to is literally uh, my wife and I having kids. Um, My wife had gotten to the point where she was ready. She was absolutely ready. I'm talking about, like, we were married for four or five years at the time, and she was ready. And it's one of the things that, I don't know, growing up, I always had like a slightly cynical thing toward kids. Like, man, I'm like, this world is crazy. I don't even know if I want to bring kids in this world. As good as a a life as I had. I had two parents, you know what I'm saying? I had a lot going on, no complaints at all. But at the end of the day, you still got to experience pain as long as you're alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to experience pain. It ain't like... You know, you're just gonna live scot free and ain't nothing gonna happen. You're never gonna get a bruise. You're never gonna, you know, lose a relationship, you know, feel emotional hurt. So I was like, man, I always was cynical about it. Like, I'm not, I don't, I don't know if I want kids. I don't know if I wanna put them through life. You know, as as the, like I said, there are good things. But like, I just don't want to have to deal with no bad. That was kind of my philosophy as I got into it. So I was never like 100% like I want kids. You know, it was never my, my thought process that I'm geeked about having kids. Like I always just was like, you know, uh, maybe if it happened, it happened. But like I said, my wife was ready and I was kind of like, eh, eh, whatever. And let me just put it like this. we We did not have kids as, as long as I was not ready. I'll try to keep it, you know, clean. You guys can understand what I'm saying. As long as I was ready. We did everything we were supposed to, you know, literally and nothing would happen. Nothing would happen. Absolutely nothing would happen. So it got to a point where literally she was almost like hurt crying. And I'm like, well, I'm doing everything you're telling me to do. Like we're doing everything and nothing's happening. So I'm like, I don't know what else you want me to do, and of course CJ and E hijacked me. I don't even know how they got into it. I don't know if she spoke to them or something. But (laughs) they hijacked me that day, literally. Let me just be real with you guys. I don't know what happened, but it was a point where I realized how important this was for my wife. And like I said, it wasn't like I didn't want them, I just had this kind of weird vibe about it. But I was like, yo, this is this important to her? Like it's something that needs to happen. Uh, my mom, I remember a conversation with my mom where she was like, yo, maybe you should go get tested to see if, you know, everything's all right. And I'm, I'm telling y'all, males out here, y'all know, y'all know where I'm coming from. I'm like, ma, I'm good. Like, trust me, I ain't need to get nobody testing." Right. Trust me, I never had no kids, but I know but I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> hey, and, and even if I'm not good, I'm not trying to back. You got to let a male ego. Yo, no doubt. I'm like, no, I'm you not to You got to let a male out. ego. He ain't <laughs> got no kids talking about I'm <laughs> dog. I'm my good. soldiers is marching. Yeah, no, for real. So I'm like, yo, even if I'm not good, I ain't trying to find out that I'm not good. Let me just keep believing that joy, and I'm going with it. So no, literally, though, we had that conversation. I promise y'all. I went to the store with, yeah, he took me to the store. We went to the store, and I went in there, and I told, E, I'm about to have a boy, E. Like, my mindset changed. I was like, yo, this is something my wife wants. So like 120, my energy, everything went into that. I went to the store, and I bought a bag, a baby bag, and I promise you, all I bought everything blue. Now, I know the child development people going to cuss me out like blue and only for boys, whatever. But I, I, in my mind, in my in my development, blue was for boys. And my intention was I'm about to have a baby boy. And I promise you, all I went and bought all the stuff and I took it home and I put it in the house. And my wife came home from work that day. And I, I can't remember the time frame, y'all. But let's just say this was about f- maybe four and a half years ago. And we got a four year old. Y'all can fill the blanks in. I don't know yeah. what happened. Well, let me not say that. I know what happened. No, nah, she
1: was pregnant within the, like, next month or two. Yeah, that's for what, sure. it was
2: there. And, and the, on- listen to me carefully. The only transition that happened, y'all, we didn't do nothing different. The only transition that happened that's was I said, I have to do this for my wife. That's the only thing that happened. Nothing physical happened. I ain't getting no checkout. Ain't nobody hit me in the parts that I needed to. It ain't nothing happened. But I decided, look, you know what? It's that time like my wife has to get the thing that she needs like this is going to be like It's a part of her being a female being a woman like she wants to experience that I cannot keep that from well Let me just put this way if I keep it from her She might go looking for somewhere else But no for real the only thing that changed was the fact that I decided right there and then we're about to have a baby boy And I promise y'all Jordan is four years old today four years old And I remember
1: that being crazy because I remember you always just being like, oh, well, it is what it is." Literally, that's what I said. I was getting yep. frustrated. He was yep. just like, "Yo, we got to have a talk with Carl because he's holding up the process." And he was—I don't know what he was on, but he was just like, "Yo, it's it's Carl's fault." You know, he—I guess he wasn't saying it because it was like biologically nothing going on. He was just like, "He's not," you know, he hasn't bought in yet. And, um, you know, I was just like, like I said, I, I know, you know, we had talked about it and you said you wanted to share at some point. And when he was talking about, you know, kind of going, you know, with the 70, 30 boy and, you know, how you're not getting the results out of it because you don't believe it to be true, uh, whether it be your exams, your marriage, whatever, uh, putting, putting your all and putting that one twenty into it goes a long way. So yeah, no, nah, man, I, um I appreciate you sharing that. And I think that helped a lot of people.
0: And I, and I, for real, like I always stop you know, and do this because I want y'all to take this serious. I am tired of people questioning me. I'm tired of people, you know, not believing in my methods, you know, and everybody's always, why you on that personal development stuff? This why. This is why I'm on it. Like, E, why you don't talk more about, you know, business models? You know what I'm saying? Why aren't you focused more on, you know, systems? You know, why Why? Why? Why are you not more organized? Listen to me, guys. You can have a business plan if you want to. You can have the best system if you want to. You can't get past you. You know what I'm saying? Everybody think what I do is magical. Yo, E, give us the formula. I can't give you the formula without talking about personal development. Now, I try my hardest to see not to go too spiritual on folk. You feel me? I try my hardest, like, I ain't going to push that on you. But listen to me. You can't expect to go to the next level, when you not going to the next level, so the reason why I pushed personal development so hard, and C was like, yo E, I don't really know what you was on, See, I was with Carl Daly, I, at, as a matter of fact, at that time, we were still at the university, so, so, and I don't know what, maybe he was at the Big Ten, so maybe I had to pick Tamisha up or something, we were at church together, look bro, you could see it on a, like, you could, look, don't fool yourself. Whatever your business is, whatever it is you're doing, you see 120, you see 80, you see 50. And I could just see Tamisha glowing up. Like, you could tell she was ready, like, to have a family. And you could see Carl wasn't ready to have one. Like, it ain't rocket science. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, it ain't rocket what science. What did that look like, exactly? Yeah, you could you, you, you see the spirit. You know mm. what I'm saying? So. <laughs> right. <laughs> come on, come on, bro. And so for me, and here's another key, accountability, accountability, you don't really love your folk if you around your folk and y'all seeing stuff in each other that could be corrected and ain't nobody saying nothing. I don't know what you think that's cute. I don't know if you think, you know, that, like, that's admirable or something. Like, that's my man 50 grand. I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm just gonna let him keep going down a stupid path. And before you know it, like, that's how people get divorced. Carl ran past it real quick. But, bro, I've been married 26 years, like, on my way to 27. You understand what I'm saying? I know people who are divorced who were 10 years together, 15 years together. Why? Because they didn't deal with the fact that here I am in this area giving 120 and my spouse giving 80. There are businesses that have broken apart. Why? You think Carl giving 60 and C giving 80 and I'm giving 100? We are blowing up in a basement. Why did we blow up in the basement? Or the garage, you know why we blew up because you got 360 you got everybody giving hundred and twenty percent And you can't stop a force that's strong. You, I don't care who you are. I don't care. You, we got haters I don't talk about it. We got people, you know who are out there uh, You know trying to uh, stop us from you know doing whatever it is the creator calls to do we got people out there But when you got a force this strong, this is a tsunami y'all. It's a tsunami not because we're the most intelligent, not because, and then here's the challenge, I've been trying to tell y'all, and I'm here, I've been trying to tell y'all, you, you out there by yourself, you out there trying to do everything on your own, and and, 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 you, and you're not sweet enough, and that's why you're not blowing up, and then some of you are so, you're so much of a taker, that you can't find your CJ, you can't find your Carl, because you've not planted enough, you can't find your Josh, so you, you're not even strong enough to get two or three other people that want to work for you for free, that want that, to that, that, that pour into your, your ministry. So once again, I'm trying to tell you personal development. As you grow, the company going to grow. So as Carl grew in that area, the company benefited from it. As I'm growing with my sister's situation, the company's growing from it. You can see my mom lit up in the back. You can see my mom excited, right? So as I grow, the company grows. As Carl grows, the company grows. So, I don't know how much time we got, but C is the author and the finisher of self-assessment. He broke that thing down. C, break that down real quick for us, why, why you thought that was so important to do, and then you tell us, 2016, what was that? What was that thing for C that you was like, yo, I've been doing it this way, and I've had some success, but I gotta self-assess
1: and switch this thing up. And- Yeah, yeah absolutely, and I think, you know, I talked about it at the beginning of the year, But to me, the self-assessment is so, so critical because it allows you to figure out what you need to work on. Like some people just never, for real, you never self-assess. So you never have any idea what your weaknesses or your strengths are. So you end up doing something that you have no business doing. I've been talking about it in the VIP all year, but you got into network marketing because your friend got into network marketing because they made $150,000 and you got in there and you didn't make 50 cents. Why? Because it wasn't for you. It's not that you're a bad person. It's not that you don't have a great skill set. It just is not suited towards network marketing. You might have a skill set in something totally different, but because you never actually stop and ask yourself, what am I good at? What am I bad at? What areas do I need to improve? What areas do I need to exploit? You never stop to do that, so you never grow. For me, in 2016, my thing was patience. Like, I thought I was a patient person, and then I figured out I wasn't. I talked about it, I think, towards the top of the year in the podcast, but I really wanted to work on my patience as a leader, you know, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, right? Like, I wanted to work on that because I felt like sometimes it would get in the way of me you know, performing at my highest level. You know what I mean? So, you know, he taught me some things. Like I literally would stand in the long line at the grocery store and wait, you know, um, extra time at the DMV or whatever it was and just try to work on that muscle and that patience. And I think it's made me a better leader. I'm understanding people better. You know, our staff, I'm able to, you know, relate to them on a different level. Whereas before everything was so urgent and don't get me wrong, we still want to work at a fast pace. We still want to be urgent, but now I'm able to say, okay, let me slow down and process why you did it this way, how you did it, and not get as frustrated because frustration leads to you making bad decisions. So because I am more patient, I don't get as frustrated, and I feel like I do make more level-headed decisions, and I think in 2016 is paid off by, you know, some of the projects that we've had and some of the growth that we've had. So no, self-assessment is critical, and I promise you, we honestly believe, that's why we pushed this so hard, that each and every person under the sound of my voice right now has a gift that's out of this world, whether you take time to stop and figure out what that gift is or not, that's on you. I can't I can't, you know, tell you what that gift is anything, but I can tell you if you just stop and say, wait a minute, why am I doing this? What am I doing? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? You'll be in a whole nother place. So that self-assessment is critical. And unfortunately, I told you, I, I was hoping to be done with it, but we're going to continue in some capacity to talk about it in 2017 because there are still those of you out there You've heard us talk about it, but you have not stopped and really, really asked yourself what your best qualities are, what your worst qualities are, so you never have any idea what to work on. So your 2017 is going to look just like your 2016 unless you make some major changes, right? Nothing, he used to say, nothing changes if nothing changes, right? Like, and, and and the other one was what? Triple darkness. You don't even know that you don't know that you don't know, right? And so you have to be able to figure these things out. And I promise you, in at the end of 2016, Going into 2017, if you just stop and and just look yourself in the mirror and really ask yourself, what am I doing? What can I change? What can I work on? Do I play the victim? Why do I always play the victim role? Why, is, why am I always saying, you know, why me? Like when you stop and do these things, man, I promise you, you'll go to a whole nother level. So I'm... In the process of, of doing that myself, because I don't think it's something that you do one time and it's over, he's, he's continuing to do it, in 2017, I will find something else to work on as a husband, as a father, as a leader, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, whatever. Self-assessment allowed Josh to come into our life. Like, for real, I'm going to be real. I told y'all, Josh you know, started several multi-million dollar companies and now he's working with us. Now, why in the world would he come work with us? Well, the first thing we had to do as a company was self-assess and say we don't have somebody with Josh's skill set, right? I mean, we always say, "Oh, we the brain, I'm the brains, Carl's the hands, ease the mouth." Okay, cool, we got the the trinity right there. Boom, the circle is complete. But guess what? We had to stop and say, "You know what? No, it's not, because we don't have that business acumen that Josh has. We need somebody like that who can come in and look at our system." Now, I promise you, Josh's been in the company. Two months and pride and save us a hundred grand just on little stupid stuff that we were doing wrong That he could come in and just say, oh, okay, let's do this. Let's tweak this a little bit Let's tweak that a little bit and we've gone to a whole nother level now But that's because we were able to self-assess We didn't lock up the circle and go, alright, it's me, Carl, and E for the rest of our lives to the day we die and nobody else can come in here because we don't need nothing We know how to build this company. We've already built it to a multi-million dollar company And we don't need anything. Like, we could have done that But we were able to self-assess still at this level at whatever level you guys view us to be at, right? I don't care if you say we at level seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever you 10, whatever level you think ET is at, we still have to stop and go, okay, we're not perfect. We can get better. You might be at a level 3 and you think you the dog too. It's like, come on, man. Self-assess and figure out what you need so that you can allow those things to come into our life. Once we self-assess and say, yo, we need help on this business side, we opened ourselves up for a Josh to come into our lives. And so... Um, I'm not sure if that's what you were looking for, E, but yeah, no, it's it's critical, bro.
2: So, yeah, no, see, perfect. I'm thinking as you speak. So for me, I'll just transition into me. Man, the biggest thing for me this year was, and she's going to laugh when I say it, but as simple as Delegation. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm telling y'all, like Carlos, a dude. That, uh, uh, oh, that's a what I'm saying. you didn't laugh at me. <laughs> I'm talking about years, years delegation. It's that simple. Like I just wanted to get it done and get it done right, and it wasn't necessarily the fastest, but I knew it was going to be done right, and you know I would be proud of it. But man, I'm telling you. So let me just. Tra- uh, it's kind of twofold. But what would happen to me is because I'm putting so much effort into all the 400 tasks that I'm doing, I'll be honest. I'm so spent at the end of the, end of the day that, man, I'm so like see, said, your patience. Oh, my goodness. Like I'm trying to brush Jordan teeth and we about to fight because he a kid. He can't sit quiet. And I'm so tired and I ain't got no energy because I'm putting all my energy out into other stuff. Like, I'm literally about to, like, fight with my man at 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock at night or whatever because he's being a kid and playing with his fingernails or playing with the toothbrush when he's supposed to be brushing his teeth. And um, the, the the key for me is just, like, Carl, like, stop. Like, yo, spend time with people and find out what their gifts are and just pass some stuff off to, off to them. Like, people are looking for stuff to do. And that's the deepest part for me. It blew my mind. Like, people are willing to help. <laughs> I saw... I saw a video last night where Steve Jobs, I think it was Steve Jobs, was saying that he called um, the dude, uh, Hewlett Packard, he called the dude, uh, Bill Hewlett, Hewlett, I think his name was, I don't remember his name, whatever. But he called my man when Steve Jobs was only 12 years old. He called my man and I was like, yo, I'm looking for, you know, I just need some help with like a school project. I'm trying to build something. He said my man just sent him a whole bunch of stuff and then hired him as an intern that summer. And I'm like, yo, Carl, people are willing to help if you ask. And I started asking people for help. Man, I'm telling you, Breathe University, y'all don't know it, but it's two other people that are helping. I'm talking about in a major way with that. I don't even deal with it like I used to. I'm still heavily involved, but not in the same capacity. Like everything is not on my shoulders, trying to make sure it's going. We got help on the market inside. We got help on the, I'm talking about like almost every area of the business now. I just find one or two people that are willing to help. I'll be honest, some for pay, some for free. It's that simple. And it has changed my entire life. I'm freer to think. I'm freer to not just be, you know, losing my mind with the kids in the middle of the day because I'm trying to do something and they're trying to do something or whatever. Like that to me has been the biggest thing for 2016, man. And I'm just learning like, yo, just share the responsibility. And I'll finish it with this. Will, our guy that works media with us, Will said some, I think we were in Dallas. Will and I were rooming together in Dallas. And Will said, yo, when you don't give me stuff to do, I feel like you don't want me to be a part of the company. And I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Here I am thinking I'm helping the company by trying to get it done myself and do it right. And Will is on the outside. Like he just said it a minute ago, people are watching you and people are seeing things. And his perception of it was like, not perception, it's reality. I mean, that's not what I'm saying, but it is what I'm saying. Like, you holding all the work to yourself. You don't want me to be a part of this. So I feel kind of like, yo, let me just start looking for some other stuff because this opportunity not real. And once we had that conversation, man, I'm just like, yo, that's crazy. Like, human nature will mess you up. So that's it for me, man. 2016 was about delegation. And not delegation to just me get rid of work, but delegation to empower other people around me to help move this thing along. Because like E&C just said, well, C just said with Josh, like, there's only so much we can move. At. And we're going to move it. Don't get me wrong. We're going to keep moving it. But you get those right people in the right places, man, and this thing becomes an unstoppable machine, man. So, yeah, that's it for me, delegation.
1: Yeah, so you see ETA, we're not just talking about it, baby. We're working. We're trying to get better, man, trying to be better. Uh, Men, fathers, husbands, employees, employers, whatever it is, man, we are definitely working. Uh, Let's jump into One Gotta Go. Uh, We we haven't done it in a while, but we'll jump into it. It's brought to you by breatheuniversity.com. Go check us out at Breathe University. You know we're doing some amazing things. Got some uh, uh, amazing presenters added to the roster now. We got a call tonight uh, at 6 o'clock that's going to be off the chain. Uh, My entrepreneurs are going to be getting fed something brand new. um, Crazy tonight, so I can't wait for you guys to hear that. But check us out at BreatheUniversity.com, man. You've been trying to get in. Listen, you just heard me say it. If you don't want your 2017 to look exactly like your 2016 and you're looking to go to that next level, you gotta get around other lions and lionesses. Um, so join us at breatheuniversity.com. Uh, we look forward to seeing you there. Use the promo code BUSPECIAL Special um, and get fifty percent off your first month. Is that still that's still correct, right, Carl? I always say that and Carl's like, wait a minute. Hey, I'm sorry, that's see, cool I, let me just share
2: car? this. Hey, I wanna I wanna share this live. See, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm hijacking the podcast. My wife just takes me and said, I really do love you and thank you for taking care of our family oh. and letting God guide you like bump bump. I don't Raise know what God. you was just talking Little about podcast. Oh. I oh. heard none okay. you just nothing, said. Yeah. Nothing, Say it again nothing. though, Carl. Oh. Say it again though. Cause you, you kind
1: of hold on. Let me check in, my check. Like, kinda... Let me check yeah. my check. <laughs> <laughs> let me no, check I'm my check. Right. I was
2: listening to see, yeah, I, I was focused. Do it. My text
1: said we need eggs.
0: Hey, my, my, my text said why you take the purse my purse out the house. <laughs> and and trying to pay bills. And I'm like, my bad, you got a keyless system. So I just no. grabbed the whole purse. No, hey, yeah. I'm just
2: saying off of what I just said, my wife said, I really do love you and thank you for taking care of our family and letting God guide you. And it's y'all can't see it, but it's three of the little kissing heart uh oh, yeah. emojis. Let's after finish that. the podcast so Oh yeah, no, you, see you see, might man. want her to hurry up and get back to the house. Yeah. You might hurry
1: up and get back to the house for the saying.
0: This segment has been brought to you by uh, John Elway <laughs> Automotive Industries. No you know Let's go ahead and close the thing off. I
1: hey, don't even
0: have a nugget for today. Hey,
1: oh. real quick, let, we got to do we got to do one got to go because I wanted to do it last week um, in the Christmas season, uh, and, and but we need to get it done because uh, I want to see what what you guys think. But I have a one got to go, and uh, as it relates to Christmas music. All right, so. Man, I love Christmas music. I know some people don't like it. Everybody kind of like, ah, whatever. But I'm a huge fan of Christmas music. Something about you know the season, this time of year. You get out, you shopping. You know, you with your family. You in Target, Macy's, wherever you're at. You hear the Christmas music, man, and it just you know it, it excites you. It gets you going. Um, so I wanna I wanna do a one gotta go for the Christmas music, and these are three of my favorites. And um, we'll we'll we'll. I think I know which one got to go, but... The Little Drummer I, Boy.
0: Is it the Little I'll Drummer Boy? Cause that came I'll out. play it.
1: I'll play it. I'll play it, and then y'all decide at the end. Don't say nothing to the end, but uh, the first one, I didn't used to like, but then I got married, and I was like, okay, I, I'm kind of feeling this joint. Oh, I've but been this playing is, all week. Yeah, I've been this is, playing it all yeah, week. This one, this, here, here go the first one, y'all. Let's move. Okay, so I, I'll, be, I'll be honest. Initially, when I was young, I didn't get it. I was like, what is this? And then I got older, and uh, the kids went to bed, and I had a fireplace, and I understood what "boys to Men was trying to get accomplished with that one. So, let it
0: snow. Let it, it, let it snow.
1: snow. Hey, Carl, do me a favor. Pull out that text again and play, and read it over oh. the top of that music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, Carl, hold on. In hey, let it snow. Do me a favor. When I play this, I just want you to read the text over the top of it. You ready? Let's start a the Jump. I'm All ready. right, ready? I'm
2: Here we ready. go. I really do love you. And I thank you for taking care of our family and letting God guide you. Kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, oh, that anyway, was Let it snow. Oh, let it snow. Let, oh. it snow. let it snow.
1: So, yeah, no. Uh, that one. Um, so keep that in mind. Now, you got to figure out that does a lot for uh, for us around for this time. Yeah for, I always, Christmas. yeah, for Christmas. You know, so, for Christmas. Well, you, in order for you to get your gifts. That's what I call a grown man gift. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just what I call a grown man gift. Hey, yeah, and y'all with never
0: it. know where C going, so... Hey, hey, let me tell you something. Home. I do. I was going
1: to say, I, I might not be able to, to put
2: clean on this podcast. I'm going to have no, to put no, no. Listen, I on this do, listen,
1: I go above and beyond <laughs> to keep this podcast as PG as possible. <laughs> All I'm talking about is boys to men. Let us know. All right. So I don't know. Get your minds out the gutter and get them back with me. All right. So the next one. The grown one, man gift threw me off. The grown man gift <laughs> threw me off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I don't want a lot for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so here go, here go the other one. I believe we referenced this before on the podcast, but you cannot go a Christmas without...
2: I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents Underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know. Make my wish come to you. All I want for Christmas. Is
1: hey, it sounds like Mariah on the same thing I'm on. Hold <laughs> on, oh, no. no That's care, the man. one I thought I'm playing you, you were on. Hey. The Hey. hey, that's the one I thought you was talking about
0: in the beginning. That's okay. the one that's been playing at the crib on rotation. And my wife asked me, Why does he keep playing? Ooh. Oh no. And I said, Oh, I forgot. I pushed the one song and it just keeps. My bad.
2: Oh, mm. right. Oh, you
1: just had it on repeat.
2: That's all. My bad. <laughs>
1: hey, well, the Empty Nester, you got a, an advantage over Carl. And I. Uh, no doubt. Yeah, we got to wait till a certain in the time, the time of day. Uh, like so, hates your uh, hookup. But here go another one, man, that I just you know, personally love, you know, I don't know, it just, you know, uh, reminds me of, you know, my youth and my, my parents always used to play this around the house, so here's the third one.
2: I'm mm-hmm. already going what guy, Oh, me too. Yeah, let's vote, we ready. Yeah, I'm ready, see
1: Hey, that's Don- hey, now, some people prefer the Chris Brown version. I ain't mad at you, but that's Donnie yeah, yeah. Hathaway. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm taking you it back to Donnie Hathaway. Hathaway. So all of these songs are great uh, Christmas songs that get us in the Christmas vibe and in the mood. Um, and w- which one got to go?
2: Uh, for me, it's number one. Boy, Boys and Men, bro. Yeah. Oh, ooh, he hit the same it, one. Yeah, It never made it. Boys yeah. and
0: Men never made it as a classic. No, you know, it might be come. in some communities, no. but you're not going to hear that. Yeah, it did uh, make it to the yeah, it did make it to the classic. Did y'all
1: not just hear what I said about the grown man gift? We did, but that's still <laughs> okay. a certain
0: community. That's still a certain community.
1: That's not oh. Christmas as a whole. You know
0: what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. hey that's we, a small sample, Carl. Yeah. That's a small hey, sample. This is our
1: one gotta go. You gotta decide it for yourself. Like we, we the, you know, the people can we decide did. their own. Yeah, yeah.
2: We did, and we said the first one got to go. Yeah, number 1 is good for me. Cuz number
0: okay.
1: 2 is that one. Number 2 is that one, but it's a, it's a classic, bro. Number 2 is that one. Yeah, but number 2, you know, boys to men just got that it's slow and very like you know, methodical, if you yep. will. Methodical, right. as he likes yep. to say. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and everybody got to so, go to bed on that one. So, so it ain't even me. Christmas uh, no more. Number three, you know, even though I love that song, number three got to go, because the other two... Oh, uh, for real? Uh, oh Yeah, I, I, yeah, even, I mean, hey, I boys to men, me, when you hear that one. Let It Snow, you just want to grab your girl and sit in front of the fireplace and you know, I'll real, just I ain't played. Enjoy the Have you played it yet? Yes, number
2: three? No, number one? Oh, no. I don't even think I heard number one this year. Number, number I ain't three, never, though. I ain't I'm heard, talking I ain't about it. Ev- it's something year. about number three. I don't know. I don't heard even number
1: know. Number one this year.
2: We haven't heard it
1: like out in the stores, yeah. out and about. We haven't heard it. Oh uh, yeah no maybe i just got
0: on the radio house. you know what that's what it is <laughs> you got to know that the house <laughs> yeah. and hey, you're biased that...
2: really? <laughs> yeah you're hey, biased it's your motive see it's your son. motive, son. Yeah, it's your motive. you try to say you got a you Trey got them three like, songs I don't like playlist.
1: this one daddy i was like shut up son <laughs> go to bed hey, <laughs>
2: We all went to school. He's skewed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Look, skewed. You, yeah. yeah you got a, a very, very specific bias. you try trying to accomplish yeah, them I'm with your about research. I'm pushing it. Oh, well, hey. Push
1: it. Hey, real quick, let me ask y'all this. And I know we got to go, but I just want to get uh, all my Christmas stuff that I have saved. Um, best present you've ever gotten. And I'm not talking about the grown man gifts. Give me mm. a real present. Oh, so I'm you got present.
2: me so messed up now. I don't know if I could think beyond that. See? <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Best 12 present you've ever received. Seat. 12 years old, see,
0: 12 years old. Got my first, yep, I'm going back, Carl, stereo set. 12 years old. Hmm. And uh, my father got me Stevie Wonder, Keys to Life, and Luther Vandross, A House Is Not a Home album. Yep,
1: yep. Uh, It was a little young for, Luther at 12, (laughs) right? Oh, no. Nobody, hey, wasn't nobody young
0: for Luther, bro. Wasn't nobody young young for Luther, bro. He's
1: just 12 years old.
0: I'm
2: not meant to live alone. I'm not meant to. Romance gifts at, at 12. But
1: this, this dude <laughs> ran away from home and was home. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's hey, that's where where why he don't need oh, boys to that, men, yeah, see? Yeah, that's what, probably where He I got
2: happened. Luther all in him. He don't need <laughs> boys to men for that yeah, at all. No, that's right. <laughs> no, that's oh, right. right. Hey, man. for me, man, because he just went back. My my um Six years old, I remember getting a bike. Six years old. We lived with my grandmother at the time, and my parents brought the bike. And I remember going outside and seeing it. And what it was, and y'all going to laugh, but my mom was like, yo, I had to get you this? like." you do so much around the house, like you help so much, like hands, see, hands, not now, hands, like she was like, you do so much, like anything my mother needed, I was there, like, you know, anything my dad needed, like my dad, literally, we were building, my dad had started like working on, we were building a house at the time, and I remember distinctly of being like five, six years old, probably, obviously like five, because um, on my sixth birthday, I got the present. But at like five years old, being outside with my dad, like five in the morning, like helping him, like literally, like trying to, he- well, trying to help because you can't really do a whole lot. But my parents were like, yo, I remember like the work that you put in, like just trying to be helpful. And this bike is something that we got for you. They were like, yo, we ain't had a lot of money, but we made whatever sacrifices we could and got you this bike, man. And I promise y'all to this day, if I could choose, E, I ain't running nowhere. If I could choose, I want to get on a bike and ride somewhere. That's, yeah, that's my thing.
1: Wow you don't think you get on a bike and ride anywhere in that weather
2: uh uh <laughs> yeah about that <laughs> about uh, the, the about the six inches of snow outside my me down a tad
1: yeah I don't remember exactly how old I was guys but it was I was in the single digits when my dad um got the basketball court poured for us in the backyard For Christmas, and um, I mean, like we didn't not the driveway, like we got a real court, and you know we're middle class as it comes, and so I know it was a stretch, you know, financially for them to do that. But my dad built the basketball court in the backyard with the full nice rim, you know, half court joint, and um, I cannot tell you uh, what a joy that was, and how many years. I mean, to this day, we'll go out and shoot when we at my parents' house. Um, you know, so that was definitely the best gift ever in the history of mankind. Cause it was from, you know, me and my brothers, right? So it was like all three of us and, you know, the entire neighborhood, it made, our house was already the gathering spot, but it took it to a whole nother level, man. And, um, so shout out to my folks for that when I was young, um, real quick guys, before we get out of here, a couple announcements, Carl, we are going to live stream the album, uh, release party. We're having our album release party uh, on the 23rd of December, so uh, I believe a, a week or so from today we're having the listening party, and we're going to live stream it free of charge. Carl, where can they go and and live
2: stream that joint? So we create. I'm talking. About we created a website just for it, guys. EtaLivestream.com. EtaLivestream.com. We'll have it up. All you guys got to go do is literally just enter your name email just get registered we'll send an alert out and we will be live like she said we live streaming directly from patchwork studios guys y'all live with us in atlanta in the studio as the world hears these oh, man see i don't even want to describe it as oh, the world yeah. hears this masterpiece for the first time y'all thought we had done dr thomas and dr thomas still fired don't get me wrong but y'all not ready for this one. Y'all not yeah, ready. no,
1: nah, man. It's, it's going to be incredible. So we join us uh, on the 23rd. We're going to start at 11 o'clock. We'll start live streaming at 11 o'clock. We'll, we'll try to live stream everything. We got the you know the snacks and refreshments. Uh, have E say a couple words. And then we're going to go down to the studio, man, and have the, the release party. We wanted to do this for you guys, especially our podcast listeners who've been rocking with us all year. This is our gift to you. For the, for the Christmas season is, um, like I said, a free live stream of the event. So uh, we hope that you're able to check that out on the 23rd at 11 a.m. Set a reminder and alert in your phone right now to come check that out with us. Carl said that the album is crazy. This is a different album, guys. This album is more so for that uh, for that grind for the new year, right? This is not necessarily the sophomore album to Dr. Thomas, right? I told you know whoever would listen, the sophomore album to Dr. Thomas is called The Prescription. And uh, that will be out in 2017. But for right now, we came with this one in particular uh, to help you get on your health goals, your workout grind, and just that push you need to start 2017. Um, So so be on the lookout for that, Carl. We might actually be able to play another snippet at the end of this joint today. Uh, For me, man, shout out to everybody who's been emailing me, calling me, and texting me. I'm going to get that shoulder surgery tomorrow morning. So hopefully I'll be a a, a new bionic man by the next time we jump on the podcast. So thank you for your prayers and well wishes. Uh, It's never fun going into surgery, but, you know, I'm ready to get this thing taken care of, man, because, um, yeah, it's it's, it's affecting my quality of life. I can't throw the ball with my son like I need to uh, to get him ready for the big league. So um, getting that taken care of tomorrow. Other than that. Um, you guys have been awesome. Thank you for rocking with us. We'll be back next week. Our last, or maybe our last one or two more podcasts before the end of the year. Um, ET, you got a nugget of the day for us. Hey guys, love is not how you forget, but how you
0: forgive. Listen to me carefully. Love is not how you forget, but how you forgive. Not how you listen, but how you understand. It's not what you see, but how you feel and not how you let go, but how you hold on. So I need y'all to do me a favor. This holiday season, hold on, man. You know what I'm saying? Hold on to that love, man. You know, hold on to that camaraderie. Hold on to all those good memories. Like, let let that junk go, man. You going into 2017, let that weight go. Let it go. And I told you, you heard me in Philly. I'm not saying it's gonna be easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it, right? But what I am telling you, man, let, let that go, man. And hold on to your loved ones. You know what I'm saying? Hold on to your loved ones this holiday season. Just think about, you know, Carl always talks about building memories. So let's let's build positive memories. Let's take pictures, for real. Let's take pictures, right? You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 do fun stuff. Let's play Uno or Spade, whatever. But let's not let's not go into this holiday season remembering all the junk. You know, remembering all the pain. You know what I'm saying? Let's not let's not go in this season holding folks hostage. Let's let go this season. Let's let go of the foolishness. Let's go let, let go of the anger, let go of the bitterness, let go of the resentment, right? Let go of the jealousy, let go of the anger. Come on, let all that go and let's hold on to love, right? Let's hold on to love. Listen to me, guys. I'm telling you from telling you from personal experience, right? That forgiving others, I'm being real with you. Y'all know y'all know you know, my background, forgiving others, not because they deserve to be forgiven. Cause some of y'all like, but E, he did this, she did that. We're not talking about because they deserve it, but because you deserve the peace that come with it. For real, you deserve to get all that weight off of you so you can go to that next level. And I leave you with this, guys, everybody that know ET, like from back, back in the day, you know what I'm saying, like college, and when I first started doing my thing, who know me intimately, they'll tell you like, yo, E, always been a speaker. Like he always been doing what he been doing, but the day he forgave his father, and I'm not even talking about forgiving my father, like that's not even that. I'm talking about this don't have nothing to do with him, but the day I let go of that anger and that bitterness and that resentment in my own heart is the day I took off. You owe you. You owe you to let all that weight down, let it all go. You can't even fly. You can't even be free. Like you can't even do the things that you want to do because you holding on to that. So let that go so you can fly, baby. Let that go. Come on. let You can't hold on to all of that and fly. You can't hold on to all of that and soar. So let all that go, right? Let all that go and get the peace that you deserve. Let all that go and get the financial freedom you deserve. Let all that go and get the healthy relationships you deserve. And more importantly, the health you deserve. So it's your boy ET saying, man, don't go into 2017 with all that junk. Let all that junk go, man. And get you some new stuff, man. Hey, never said it was gonna be easy, guys. Never said it was gonna be easy, but I know you have what it takes to get it done. So please, make the rest of 2016 the best of 2016, but more importantly, make the rest of your life the best of your
1: life. I hey, appreciate that nugget of the day, ET. I'm fired up, Carl. Hit him with that dream intro to the new album, Dream, Dream, Dream. That again. Let's man. go, man. We appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Go write us that review on, I- review on iTunes. We'll see you next week.